Hello, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead, and I am one half of your host, Caitlin. And I'm Andrew. Hi. And do you want to know who rocks the party? It's me. I rock the party. I like to rock the party. Is that a song? That's from Fly the, the Concords. Part- it's oh. from the TV show. Oh. I don't think it was in any of the albums. It's, oh, okay. It's the, it's the song they play all the time at their gigs on the show, where they're <laughs> like, who likes to rock the party? Oh, yeah. I like to rock the party. It's... It's a dumb song that like... It is dumb. It's dumber than their intentionally dumb song. It's not really... But it's also intentionally dumb. It's not really even like a song song. It's like just like a little beat with words. Yeah. Which I guess uh, any th- song <laughs> is just a beat with words. What is this song? It's just a bunch of noise. Like, yeah. That's, yeah, it's a song. That's, that's, that's music. Songs are. That's music for you. <laughs> that's, that's music. Literally. What is this movie? It's just a bunch of moving pictures and sound. Like, yeah, that's, that's a movie. That's a movie right what there. You, what do you want from you me? Got, you got a movie right there. <laughs> Maybe not a good one, but it is but a movie, it's movie for sure. And there's words and noise. You know what's a good show? Fly of the Concords. I haven't yeah. watched it in a while, but it uh, is a good show. I agree. Just uh, for some reason, that song keeps going through my brain. Who likes to rock the party? I like to rock. Th- I don't know why. I think there's something with my brain that's broken. I don't know. You Who's know to what? Say? You know what I like to do? What's that? I like to practice my uh, New Zealand accent with quotes from the show. You would love the Bad Batch. Is Star Wars, because the uh, one of the main characters, o- Omega, she's oh yeah, she's yeah. voiced by a New Zealander. Because oh yeah, we looked her up, we looked her up. Yeah, Michelle something, but yeah. she's um, so she's a clone, and the main clone is Jango Fett, mm-hmm. played by Tamara Morrison, Tamara Morrison, and he is a New Zealander. Oh, and so that's why I guess they did that. But yeah, her name's Omega. Omega. Yeah, her, like like water. No, no. What? I can't do it as what well as you do. You do it so much better. It's frustrating. It's just because I. It's the. That's that one part in Father Concords where it's like, "Can I give you a compliment?" And it's like, <laughs> "Your beard is good." My what? Your beard is good. The one oh, I always oh, thanks, think man. of is uh, when they're like, "He maybe did. Deed. Maybe he did, or maybe he didn't. What did he maybe do? No, he did. Did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Omega and. Uh, one of the bad batchers, his name is Teak. Teak? Teak. Teak. It's Tech, but oh. she says it. Teak. You know, oh, okay. Teak. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a good show. Watch it. Okay. Or don't. I don't care. You know. Do what you want with your life. New Zealand and Australia can sometimes be hairy to separate. And then when well, I- like- the accent or like- Yeah, the accent. Okay. Because- Fair enough. And then when I think of- This is my accent when I do Australia. It's gotta, gotta go put more shrimp on the barbie. That's pretty good. Wow, that was racist. No, and it's, it's gotta go. Up. Gotta go see a man about a wallaby. I would say so. You're better at the accent and stuff than I am. So, yeah. uh, jump in with your criticism of this. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I think New Zealand is more mumbly. It's more fleet. It's more fleet. What? What are you saying? It's more flat. It's more flat. Fleet. There you go. They they go they yeah. go sideways more. There's there's a. Uh, like a dryness to it, I guess. If, yeah. Especially a, like their humor is very dry sometimes. Very, and I love it. I know. Because it's... Take out times, a TD. Take out a TD, 100%. Yeah, like a lot of the... Uh, That's why the, I love The them. humor is like wacky things are happening, but the way they speak about the wackiness is like very, very dry. flat, yes. very dry. So that's like part of what makes it funny. And that's why I love like... Um, that's why I loved hunt for the wilder people because like some sad stuff happened and it's like a kid in the woods running from it's very sad in some places yeah and and then he's like (laughs) he's like (laughs) what is he'll just say like things that are like 
absurd Wacky, but he yeah. says them like so straight like when he's like pan two, flat pan like flat. when he's talking about like tupac he's like oh he's basically my best friend he's basically my best friend <laughs> yeah it's like that's very silly yeah 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 he, but he's so flat about it i like the part where he, he's so serious yes. about how how him and tupac are best friends and he's like i'm gangsta i'm, I'm gangsta yes and like when it's he does the gun kid. he's like just got real you know and he like does i'm so the glad gun. you edited yourself there that yeah it's very good it is you know he just totally flat and he with the gun not even smiling he's just staring it's a very good part actually and also what's the uh what's the old man's name sam neil yeah that says that's heck in the movie yeah i was trying to think of his but yes name. sam, sam neil in real okay. life yes yeah he's he's a good actor and who, he's who would have who would have thought i think he's british but he lives in new zealand now I think is, if I recall... I th- he is British, I think. But he does live in New Zealand, and he's lived there for a you while. Would, you wouldn't know it from watching Jurassic Park. I know. Ooh, he is in um, Peaky Blinders as well. I haven't gotten that far into it. I He's in like the first season. He was born in, pronounce this for me, O-M-A-G-H, United Kingdom. United Kingdom. Let me O-M- see the words. O-M-A-G-H. It's probably like O-F-A. O-M... What? O-M-A-G-H, where he's from. Yeah, it's probably like... It's yeah. It's not. Well, you know, like uh, the name Siobhan is in the Irish way. It's spelled. If you're gonna sound it out phonetically, it's Siobhan. Oh, so sort of like S I O B H A N, or like Ashlyn, which yes, is like A I Aislin. Yeah, yeah. Aisling. Aisling. Yeah. Look at Aisling over there from that show. Uh, it's either can't cope, won't cope, or won't cope, can't cope. I can't remember which direction it goes. I don't know that. That show's all right. I, I got that that show like was recommended to me on Netflix and it was like you watch the IT crowd this wacky comedy why don't you watch this and I'm like sure I'll watch this oh hey and it's like sort of a comedy but it's also like very character study dark stuff I don't know. Sam Neill's gonna be in Thor Love and Thunder oh hell yeah I like that let's go all right hey listen we have more important things to talk about oh yeah 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 and we've been we've been yammering on for we a have bit, haven't we we have so let's uh, caitlin why didn't you stop me i was having fun yammering and i'm not yeah. gonna stop that fair enough okay um let's get to it how okay. about that okay talk about the thing you're talking okay. about okay okay um i'm going to talk about <laughs> yeah this is it's kind of weird i don't have a last name for our subject today what i don't have a last name is it share <laughs> kind of madonna it is Christy. Hmm. Our, our, our subject for today, our uh, victim for today is Christy. I don't have a last name for her. You know why? Because there is exactly one source that I used for this because there is literally nothing else on the internet. I looked a lot. And this, this is, is, this is, I got this from season two, episode four of I Survived. There, there, that is the only thing I can find. I Googled variations of how to look this up i even looked up the perpetrators in there to see if i can find a last name in some of their stuff nope nothing this is uh, i think i guess like mm, the second fewest names we know of a person because there is buckskin girl we don't know her name yeah we do they identify oh do we do remember did we find her name i think so okay then uh el dorado jane doe Elder- yes legit don't, don't know. know her name we vaguely know her family, mm-hmm. sort of, kind of. Maybe. Go listen to that episode. But we don't actually know who she is. It's just crazy. Spoilers for that episode. It's very good, actually, I yes. think. Yes. At least I think it's an interesting, yeah. it's an interesting subject. 100%. Whether it's a good episode, that's up to you. Yeah. So this 
like I said, I, this is from I Survived. So, I mean, kind of spoils, you know, what happens at the end. But I don't care. It's still a great story. And all of this is from Christy's own words. So, I'm feeding back to you what she has said in a condensed story. So, um, so let's talk about Christy, okay? So, um, our case, it begins in December of 1991 in Fort Smith. Of course, everything bad happens in Fort Smith. We always go to Fort Smith. I know, it's weird. It is so weird. Like... We've talked about this before in other episodes. There is a strangely large amount of cases that we do from Fort Smith and the Fort Smith area. Yeah, I wonder if that's just coincidence or if it is I don't that know. Fort Smith is a wild place. I mean, it must Once be. Once upon a time, it was. It was. So maybe it, that just lingered there. It used to be the edge of the frontier. It Once sure upon did. Time. It sure did. Um, do you like the way I said frontier in a very country way? That was weird. Like, did, you do it on, did you do it on purpose? No. Oh. I just I just had a moment. Oh, okay. So we're in Fort Smith, uh, like we've been a hundred times. So Christy and some Who of her- Who was Smith, though? Who was Smith? What? I don't know. Of of the Fort? <laughs> it could be anybody, I guess. I bet we can find out. I'm sure we could. But let's not right now. Let's talk about Christy. Uh, so it's December 1991, Fort Smith. Christy and some of her friends, they were going to a bar to watch Monday Night Football. Woohoo! Hell yeah, let's do some football. <laughs> So Christy had sworn off drinking, so uh, she was volunteered by her friends to be the DD, of course. So after work, they went to the closest sports bar they could find just to, you know, hang out, watch football, have a couple drinks. Well, not Christy, but, you know. So while at the bar, three men introduced themselves to Christy, and they told her they were wanting to play pool, like have partners, and they needed her to make it even. So Chrissy sort of like rebuffed them, but they sent drinks her way in hopes of coaxing her to join in with them. So the men kept trying to engage with Christy and her friends, but Christy said she got a bad vibe from them and she wasn't really interested. And Christy's instincts were correct. All of all three of these men had criminal history, like had a criminal history past or whatever. So one man, Travis McVeigh, which we're going to talk about some stuff. McVeigh? But not that McVeigh. Oh, thank God. Not that McVeigh. Because he killed 168 people. (laughs) No. Travis McVeigh was out on bond for allegedly killing his father. Another man, Donald Peterson, was an escaped convict. And Jimmy Joe Winters was on probation. I just don't know for what. Wait, he was escaped like at this point in time? He was an escaped convict? I don't don't know the answer to that. Because that's like... That's wild. I don't know. Or if it was like he escaped. Like I said, I couldn't verify. Okay. You know, there there was this one source. That's it. So, um, Chrissy said that they were trying too hard and like trying to be too nice. And she just felt really weird about the whole thing. But as the night was drawing to an end and the bar was closing, one of Chrissy's acquaintances asked her if she could give them the men a ride home. Said, hey, these guys need a ride home. Do you mind? Do you have room in your truck? She did not feel comfortable with that, stating she had a single cab truck and it was just her and these men she did not know and she just had a bad feeling. And here's something that I have to say, just my little input. If your gut is telling you something, you need to listen to it. Not to bring myself into this, but I had this horrible feeling. I talked about this before when my stupid ex was cheating on me. And I just kept having these dreams and these feelings and he kept denying it. I wanted to believe him, but my gut knew and it was telling me, always trust your gut. Christy knew, I knew, and always trust your gut. To be fair, it sounds like actual evidence existed of your ex being a garbage person. Well, so. and evidence exists that these guys are garbage people yeah, too. Yeah, so it's, it's, less, uh, it's less gut, more like... 
But I didn't know. No, this is... But I didn't I know. I can see this. I can see that this is wrong, what's happening. But I didn't know at the time. I was I, had, I was totally oblivious. And Christy, yeah. she didn't know that they were convicts or anything. Or, some people, I would say some people, trust your gut. Uh-huh. Other people, pull a George Costanza and do the opposite of what your gut says. Because <laughs> there's, the, there's the episode of Seinfeld yeah, where it's like, yeah. I'm going to do the opposite of my instincts and everything works, works out. out well. That's probably more true for me. Yeah. And you're more of like a follow Tr- my gut. Trust the gut. Every time I trust my gut, I'm like... Oh no, I should not have done this. <laughs> this was this was a bad idea. When it's something bad and dire like that, just go ahead and just trust your gut. Play it safe. Just do your best and forget the rest, as they say in P90X. Oh, okay. Do your best and forget the rest. Why, why'd you give me that look? P90X? Wow, yeah. that is so 2010. That's very, yeah. It's wow. very, even before then, really. It's like 2008, Two, 2009. Yeah, that's bad. What a time. What a time. Okay, I, I was in better shape then. <laughs> I think we all were. Ten <laughs> we all were a little better 10 years ago physically. Okay. So as soon as she got outside of the bar and she was headed to her vehicle, she was like, I'm running to it. I don't feel good. I'm feeling very bad about this whole situation. And she just had the sense of foreboding about the men. And that's good that she did because as she ran, she could hear the men running behind her trying to catch her. So she, yes, she had the key in the lock to her truck when one of the men hit her from behind and another took her keys from her. So Jimmy Joe Winters unlocked the driver's side door, then went around and got the passenger side door and then pulled Christy into the truck by her hair from the driver's side to the passenger side. Uh, uh, I will reiterate. Hate that. Yeah. Uh, being pulled by the hair. I'm. You don't have hair. Uh, how dare you? I have a little bit of hair, but uh, <laughs> just the idea of being yes. pulled by your hair. Yes. Forcibly. Forcibly. Yeah. That's. Across a truck, yeah. That is not good. No. That's not a good time. This is a very bad start to the story. Again, hate that. Yes. So the next thing Christy remembers was unfortunately then being raped by Donald Peterson. Um, and they all must have gotten the truck because the men covered her face with a coat and then Donald Peterson continued raping her. And when she would try to struggle and fight um, the, like the men, Travis would beat her. So at one point, struggling after struggling, screaming, fighting, and trying to rationalize with the men, Donald, they were in the car going somewhere, I guess. Donald Peterson wrapped Chrissy in the coat and began rocking her, telling her he wouldn't let the other men hurt her anymore, and he wouldn't hurt her, even though he was the one that had just raped her. Yeah, it was weird. Very weird thing. So Chrissy knew, this was really sad, if she wanted to see her three-year-old son again, that she would have to continue to fight the men no matter the costs. So I was like, oh my gosh, she, you forgot to mention that you had a three-year-old son. Because, I mean, this is her words, you know, or whatever. So she told the men that she had to use the bathroom. And the men argued back and forth on whether it would be wise to let her go and use it, like stop and let her go pee, um, and ultimately uh, deciding they'd rather her go somewhere else than in the car. They were like, well, do we want her? They, one of them was like, do we want her to pee everywhere in the car? I was like, no. So then fair, they're like. Fair enough. Yeah. I guess. Legit. Yeah. So then, also, they suck, so yeah. pee all over their car. I don't care. Well, it's her car. Well, <laughs> things are happening. Yeah. So the men let her out on the side of the road to, to go pee. So Christy had been like trying to pay close attention. She had had the coat over her head the whole time, but I guess they took it off um, to let her go to the bathroom. So Christy had been trying to pay close attention to where they were at and where they were headed and feeling the directions, even with her head covered with the coat. 
So she recognized the area as Charles Page Boulevard in Fort Smith, which was just a block away from where her father was working at that very moment. She could literally see the lights of his work building where he was working. And I just can't imagine that sense of like, am I going to die? And being literally like, I'm just imagining like a hand reaching up through the water, like trying to grasp somebody. You know what I mean? Like you're so close right there. Her dad is right there. And there are people right there. There's a building with a light on right there. And nobody can see or hear her. So, but when the men let her out, like she was getting ready to get out and go pee, Christy, who at that time she said she was in really good shape. She thought she could make a run for it, not run the men. So she initially thought they were just like, she started running and she thought they were going to let her go. But as she began to run, one of them came up behind her, struck her, knocked her down into a nearby ditch. So when in the ditch, the men began to violently beat Christy again with no restraint or remorse. And after her beating, the men put Christy back in the vehicle, beat her some more, and then took off again. I mean, she is just being bludgeoned by these guys. So the men began to have a conversation right there in front of Christy about what to do with her. And they argued that Christy had seen their faces and would be able to identify them. So they all came to the conclusion that they would just have to kill Christy. They could just not, though. Right? And not be crap people, right? You could just not do horrible things. Awful things, yeah. I don't know. That's That's just your input? That's just what I do in life. I just, I try to not do horrible things awful wretched garbage vile disgusting things i think that's a pretty good way to this is how i live my life this is me this is me maybe maybe everybody out there maybe y'all are all about that i don't know maybe you want to purge forever like that movie the forever purge i don't but probably not this is uh this show is not in any way supported by that movie no no we're supported by nothing yeah we'll get advertising money someday maybe maybe probably not no so the most important thing is their stories so so although they had come to the conclusion that they needed to kill christy the men were like trying they were driving around trying to plan some more so they drove around for hours she said every once in a while the men would stop get christy out or stay in the vehicle i'm not sure beat her rape her and then continue on their way and this happened multiple times after some time the men drove christy down an isolated dirt road The men began rummaging through Christy's car to try to find something to kill her with, and they found some bullets in the glove box. Just bullets. Were they going to throw them at her? Yeah, I know. That's what I was like, what What are they, Superman? What are you going to do with that? From that episode of Superman where he throws bullets at people? Yeah, what are you going to do with that? So Christy said she would go to target practice and kept bullets in the vehicle, but not the gun. And she said, she's like, honestly forgot those are even in there. And... The men started to panic and they began to yell at her like, where's the gun? Where are you keeping the gun? Because they're like, she's going to pull it out and try to hurt us. Or if they were like, this is we need this. We need this weapon so we can kill her. She tried to tell them that she didn't have it. But the men continued to beat her up and berate her. So Christy said at this point, she would have to let them kill her or make them believe she was dead. Like she was like, I got it's either me or them. Like whether they kill me, I pretend I'm dead or I kill them like those were her options so the men kept stating they needed to find a weapon to kill christy so they kept rummaging through her car until they found a phillips head screwdriver so two of the men held christy up by both of her arms i guess they were inside the vehicle still at this point but they like 
had her arms held back like each of them were holding an arm which i was like this is a very spacious truck like like if they're able there's four people in there so well the messed up thing is it probably isn't yeah it probably is like very cramped and close and personal which is almost more just like i just can't imagine being in her situation like yeah, that. It's, it's grosser yeah yeah so they were holding her up by both of her arms one man on each arm and then I think it was Donald Peterson, the one that said he wouldn't hurt her anymore, let anyone hurt her. He wielded the screwdriver and began plunging it into Christy's chest. And she said, like when he first, like these are her words, like when he first plunged it into her, like she was like, is this happening? She was like almost like detached kind of. And she was like, she couldn't believe that it was happening to her. And it didn't feel like it was happening to her. She said it was almost kind of like dreamlike. Like she was, she was totally like, this can't be happening to me. I and, can see that. Um, yeah. Dis- know, dis- have, dissociation. Yeah. Cause it, it doesn't feel real. Cause it's, it is so outside the norm, I guess, of yes. what your life is. Yes. hundred percent. It's like, um, and it's something so violent. Your brain can yeah, like, wrap I, your mind around. I it. can't imagine doing that to somebody or having that done to me. No. Like it's, it's weird. Yes. Um, in a way it's sort of like, uh, when you're in a car wreck, maybe where you're like, this, that that is everything slows down sort of like your perception of reality yes because like i i was in a car wreck once where i got t-boned it was my fault don't worry about it <laughs> um so but i got t-boned but like as it was happening it was like oh i'm getting I, in a I, car like, wreck. I had like a billion thoughts as yeah. it was about to happen yeah and then it happened fortunately everybody was okay good i was okay the person T-boned me, again, it was my fault, not theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, they were okay, fortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, this doesn't feel real yeah. in a way. Yeah. And that, that dissociation, uh, maybe it's a way of our brains from protecting ourselves from the trauma of it. But that literally, like, I, I was in a car wreck. I told you about this one where me and my mom were, the roads had just become a little icy. We were coming down a hill and this is Arkansas, so yeah, anything vaguely icy, we may as well be dead. Well, it had just—it wasn't even like super. I was just like it had just started to sleet a little bit, and it was just that nice Crisco glistening on the road. And we just—we were going slow. We just were going down a hill, and the hill kind of curved to the left. And I guess that curve and the downhill slope, we started. It just started to speed out of control the we lost control of the vehicle and i could just see like my mind was like prepare yourself you're about to be in an accident and you're going your car is going to flip like i could like see it happening and was i was like preparing myself and then it flipped it was so weird but and then it happened i was like i was just in a car wreck and it was weird anyway so that dissociative state was where christy was at she said she watched the screwdriver like go into her chest and like depress into her chest like the whole thing disappeared into her chest and it was like came under the pressure and then forcefully like extracted and pulled out and she said blood was just gushing out with each violent puncture and it was just splattering the windshield and all over the car and i just can't imagine like you're watching your lifeblood go everywhere and it's happening to you it seems more messed up too because it's a screwdriver which is not that is not sharpened no to go into a person no so that's like blunt an extra level of like ouch uh i'm trying not to cuss because uh, i'm trying i was gonna say an extra level of effed yeah an extra level of 
just the worst. Horrible. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what to Horrible say. Horrible gore. It's awful. Yeah. So she said the slow motion horror was playing out and then she finally kind of like came to and was like, I have to fight if I'm going to survive. And like, if I want to see my son again, I- I'm going to have to fight. So Chrissy said she began swinging her fist and kicking her legs violently. And the men stopped stabbing her because she was going ape. But at this point, she had already been stabbed 28 times in the chest, throat, and face. That's, that's too many. That's way too many. That's 28 too many. That is. If, I, if I'm being honest. Yes. 28. It's so, 28 too many. Don't yeah. get stabbed. Uh, don't stab also. Yeah. That one. Don't stab. All of those. Yeah. So as she was fighting, she came to and started like kind of like see her surroundings, take them in and notice it. And she said, I, she noticed she could barely see out of one of her eyes. Like it was, she basically couldn't see out of one of them. And then, and that like she, so she was having trouble taking things in. And then the, the men threw aside the, the screwdriver and they began violently beating her again. They then pulled her from the vehicle and brought her around to the tailgate, slamming her down into it by her leg. So like, like you would a sack of potatoes is what she said like taking her by her feet and then slamming her down onto the tailgate and i was like holy cow hate that yeah so her back landed she said right on the lip of the tailgate and she said she immediately felt intense pain shoot through her back and um i wonder why yeah it well it turns could have happened because it turns out when they did that they had actually broken the vertebrae in her lower back and she lost feeling from her waist down uh, I'll reiterate, hate that. Yeah. So the heartless men, of course, did nothing to help her, but they raped her again and again right the there. The heartless men. Yeah. Uh, that's too kind of a description of them. Monsters. The, well, I hate calling people monsters because it implies that people aren't capable of monstrous things. They are people. It, it's sort of like... um. I forget what it was, but there was something I was talking about, like the Nazis. And I was mm-hmm. like describing them as monsters. They're horrible. And it's like, that could have been you. It's true. If you followed down that path. Yeah. Those weren't monsters. Yeah. They were men. Yeah. Those but were we, people. But we're different. Like we would never travel down this path. We wouldn't. No. But. And, and you have the choice to not do this. You do. But. You always have a choice. But they're still people. Yeah. And that's. <laughs> That's what's so terrifying about it. That's what's so terrifying about the Nazis. That's true. They were just men. Yeah. So at that point, Christy became limp, partly from the paralysis and partly from just the fight being drained from her. She felt as if she was said going to die and she just didn't want to fight anymore. And she knew she had to make the men believe that she was dead or dying at this point. So believing she was dying or dead, the men taunted Christy, calling her insults and slurs and told her they wanted her to know who was sending her to hell and then proceeded to give her their names and what they were going to do when they left. Very smart. Yes. So when they were done, they picked Christy up and just tossed her into a deep ravine by the road, just like trash, like dumped her, just tossed her in a ravine, which I was like, that is a purse anyway so when they threw her down christy said she could remember hitting rocks and trees on her way down the steep embankment but she said she mostly remembers how cold it was there was wet leaves sticking to her and she said it was so cold it was december so um in the night so she remembered the men pulling she heard them pull away in her truck and she said that was the last last thing she remembered until the next day 
So when she woke up, Chrissy said she knew something was wrong because she wasn't in her bed. It was freezing cold and she was naked. And then that's when everything started to come back to her of what had happened. That does sound wrong. All that. Yes. She said she had lost so much blood. If it were any warmer, she could have bled out because, you know, hot and all your capillaries and stuff are open. I didn't know or didn't think about that. So that's a good good point. If it was any colder, she could have froze to death. So it was like (laughs) just cold enough to, to coagulate. So Christy's will for survival, she woke up and so it came back to her. So very slowly and painfully, she began inching her way out of the deep ravine, crawling uphill to try. Mind you, she's pretty much paralyzed. She has some movement in her one of her legs, which I'll talk about, but she's pretty well paralyzed. She has no sensation, at least from her waist down. So she was trying to get to the road. She knew there was a road up ahead. Her face was so swollen, she could not see like both of her eyes now. She can't see. So the movement. That's on- uh, again, hate that. Yes. That's, um, that is F worded. It's F worded. I don't know what to say other than that. Like, cause I'm not going to edit this to not to, to say it, yeah. I, but just think to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's F'd. Yeah. It's, that's, that's horrible. It is. So the movement on the right side of her body, which was her dominant side, she said was basically gone hand and, and leg. So she tried to grasp with her left hand and sort of like push off with her toes on her left foot to try to crawl out so chrissy said she could hear a car coming down the road or cars so she tried to crawl towards that sound that's how she figured where to go and as she did she heard another sound and it was a sound of young boys talking so two boys aged nine and eleven were walking on their way to school and saw her and one said oh that's a monster and as Christy tried to explain, she was... What a in, dick. <laughs> well, I mean, he was nine. I mean, and she was beaten. She didn't look like a human. She was so badly beaten, she didn't look human. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> so Christy tried to explain she was an injured person who needed help, which was difficult as her larynx, which is your voice box, had been damaged from the stabbing. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. She was trying to tell him, and all she could do was like whisper, basically. And kids being well, just the worst at everything. No, listen to this. The <laughs> older boy whose father was an Arkansas state like police officer instructed he's he, the older boy told the younger boy to take off his coat and put it underneath Christy. And he took off his own coat and put it over her. And he told the younger boy to wait with Christy. And he ran back to his house to get his dad. Way to go. I know. Hey, you want to know what I wouldn't have done as a kid? That <laughs> probably that. Yeah. I would have. Yeah. I, I don't know. I probably would have frozen or something. What would you have? I mean, it's like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. I've been like, this is horrible. Yeah. Uh, I'm running away. Oh, been that. Oh, yeah. Been, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know what to do. That well, he me. did. So good for him. Good, good for, for him. And so that and he, for her. Yeah. Because uh, spoilers based on uh, yeah, the show the, title. The show, we know. We know. <laughs> so the Arkansas, the, that state police pin, he quickly came to Chrissy's aid, but she got very defensive and almost combative with the officer because all she saw was a man. And so she was freaked, still freaked out and she wasn't, she'd been through this horrible idea or horrible ordeal. And she was like, she didn't know she was safe or not. So he was, so he kind of was like, I'm going to get help. And so a bunch of ambulance and other police officers came and she felt safe. Good, good for, um, I assume cause, uh, I'm making assumptions here, I guess, but good for like the officer, like understanding. Like, yeah. This is like, like she does, she's, she's not herself right. in a way. Totally not. So like, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna stay calm. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep myself together. Yeah, and so I'm gonna get more help and safe help where you see the sirens and the badges and the lights. So Christy grabbed once the ambulance and the officers and everybody got there, Christy said she grabbed one of the officers, like grabbed his like his armor shirt or something, and handed him something that she has no recollection of how she got it. And it was her vehicle registration and the driver's license of one of the men. And she she said, "I don't know how this ended up in my hand, but she saw she she knew she had it." Like the she, the plastic driver's license, I like, guess so. Like the dude's driver's. So, but she had her vehicle registration. Hey, guess what? That guy can suck it. <laughs> yeah. So after a week on the run, one of Chrissy's assailants was captured in Arizona, and the other two men were captured sometime shortly after in California. They were still driving Christie's blood-stained truck. There was blood everywhere in there where they had stabbed her. So they had even picked up a hitchhiker in Texas and bragged to the man about the bloodstains and how they had killed a woman and a man in Fort Smith. And the hitchhiker was like, okay, thanks for the ride. Called a tip line. What? Wait. Yeah. Oh, do you have more? I have more. Have? Uh-huh. Okay. So Excellent. it turns out after they had brutally raped, attacked, beaten, and just left Christy for dead... The men went off right after that and did murder another man. And I don't know the circumstances of it, if they were trying to get a vehicle or money. So police, when they found this man, they knew he was dead. They knew that. But police initially thought this man had his head blown off by a shotgun. But it turns out that these three guys had beat his head off with a bumper jack. Again, hate that. That's bad. Again, that's effed. Yeah. Use that word. (laughs) Pretend I'm using that word because that's the only word to describe that. Well, here's where things wrap up here. So after a month of healing in the hospital, after a month of healing, it was finally deemed okay for her son to come see her as she was finally recognizable. After a month, she had to heal for a month before her son could come see her. Hate that. Yeah. Um, Glad she's okay. Relatively. But but man, that's... To think about somebody being beaten so badly. Um, what was the news anchor lady? What was her name? I, Ann Presley? Was yeah, that her name? Yeah, uh-huh. There was a similar thing with like, she was unrecognizable yeah. when she when, when they she found, found her. Yeah. So and that's I, basically Christy, like, could not be recognized. I mean, she was so badly beaten. That's crazy. Yes. Just to think about. Because like, I've watched, I've watched boxing. Boxing <laughs> is a sport where you literally bludgeon each other in the face. Yeah. And they wear gloves. And the gloves are not to protect uh, the person's face. The gloves are to protect your hands. Mm-hmm. So you can punch more. Ugh. Just punch more. That's why you wear the gloves. Those people are recognizable. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, beaten beyond recognition. That's effed. Yeah. So when the men reached trial, Christy asked the prosecution to not seek the death penalty. And she kind of said in her interview that she like didn't believe in the death penalty but what i think she meant is that she did not think it a fair trade for them to have an easy and painless death by lethal injection she said oh that's interesting yeah so adam travis mcveigh who was 16 at the time when he committed this crime was sentenced to life in prison donald peterson who was 18 at the time was sentenced to life in prison and jimmy joe winters who was 33 also sentenced to life in prison Take 16, that, Jimmy Joe, with your hillbilly ass name. Sixteen and eighteen; those are children. Yeah, that's uh, messed up. Hate that. Yeah. So Christy, 
states that God gave her the strength to pull through and her son gave her the love to do so. And I was like, that's really sweet. And she also said at the very end of the episode, she said that when her son came to see her at the hospital, he came up, he had like a Ninja Turtle like action figure. Hell yeah. Yeah. And he came. Do you know which one? I don't. So he came to her hospital room and he was scared because he, you know, I'm sure he'd been told mom, mommy was hurt really bad. And so he came and, you know, I'm sure she's hooked up to IVs or whatever. And that's very scary for a child. And so that's scary now yeah. as an adult. Yeah. I'm an adult man. That scares me. <laughs> and so he came into the room and he was very timid and she was like, it's okay, baby. You can come in the bed. Come up here with me. And he said, I don't want to hurt you. And he, she was like, you can't hurt me. It's okay. I'm, I'm better. And he's like, mom, if I would have been there, me and the Ninja Turtles could have saved you. And I'm sorry. <laughs> and he was like crying. He was like, I'm sorry. I could have saved you. Me and the Ninja Turtles. That's fun. I know. And in I was way, like, that's so it's- precious so it was she was like his love is what got me through and i was like you did it for hell yourself. yeah yeah i wonder which uh, ninja turtle he had i don't know everybody i think everybody's a ninja turtle uh okay. that's like a common thing because there's the four there's leonardo donatello mm-hmm. michelangelo mm-hmm. Raphael. which one are you i don't know but don't like, I, like I said season two episode four of i survived that is literally the only source i have these are her, this is her telling the story i'm just retelling it back to you basically and I was like, I, I looked everywhere. I looked, I could not find anything. I had to dig, literally search these people by name to find any record about them. I was like, Fort Smith, 1991, December shooting. I mean, everything. So you mentioned um, that she didn't want the death penalty and you made it sound like. She, want, she wanted them to rot in prison for the rest of their lives. Hell yeah. So I think basically she said them, but it was specifically lethal injection. She mentioned, she said. They yeah. don't get to just go to sleep and be dead. They didn't let me just go to sleep and be dead. They beat me. They didn't let that other guy go to sleep and be dead. Yeah. They beat his head that's off. A, so that's like a, an interesting... Take on it. Interesting take. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Good, that's a good word for it. Because... Because I'm, I'm anti-death penalty in part because like... Death. It just seems wrong. And yeah. it seems like there is too much... Too much, uh, too much room for error, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then her version is, I don't want there to be room for error. I want them to just stay there. And I think that's an interesting take too, because, uh, kind of combines. Cause I, well, guys, what I say, it's like, what a way to go. You just fall asleep and yeah, like, uh, and it's peaceful, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's better than a, a firing squad. Like, yeah. So like, okay, let's all unite. Let's all unite. Me? And people who want people to die but don't want them to actually die. This is a Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a very good Venn diagram. Vengeance versus not vengeance. We come together. <laughs> there's me who's like, eh, maybe don't kill people. We'll just leave them in prison. Yeah. And there's the other people who are like, don't kill them. Leave them in prison. We can come, come together. together. As a unit, as a team. <laughs> and then Chrissy's like, the death penalty is too good for these guys. Yeah. Well, like, specifically lethal injection. Now, if it was electrocution, she might have been like, hell yeah. But <laughs> but specifically yeah. lethal injection. And like the electric chair was supposed to be like, this is this is a... Humane way. Humane. There, yeah, there's yeah. the word. This is humane. They, yeah. they die instantly. It's like, they don't yeah. at all. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Yeah. Let's, so, yeah. let's unite together okay anti-death penalty because one we we don't want people to die who are 
potentially potentially innocent hmm? and these two, guys were not she these guys were not <laughs> <laughs> very much these morons are like hey jimbo or whatever his name was let's jimmy joe that's his name that's a, that's a real redneck name hey jimmy joe let's do a rape and murder no get him yeah, get him get him so yeah stay in prison forever that's a worse fate than death probably most likely and eventually they'll die anyway Yep. If there's a hell, Absolutely. they'll go there. Yeah. Problem solved. There you go. In many ways. Here's the thing. This is not to get into religion because this is not what we're about. Oh, no. But you said if the you know if there's a hell, they'll go there. Not if they're a Christian. You're, you get to, if you believe that, then he can be saved. And you're going to live with three murder rapists um, up, in, up in heaven. I bet. I bet if, uh, if Christian heaven is real, I bet God's like, you don't need to hang out with the rapists. They'll, 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 they'll but, be over there. But they're all saved. <laughs> but I don't know. They're I don't all know. saved in God's eyes. Hey, here's the thing. Let's not do religion. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not there. That's true. I'm still alive. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> or is there? I mean, there is. Let's not. But please don't. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's, uh, let's what you're looking at, Andrew. Yeah. So um, let's do the Star Wars. First of all, I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. How many Star Wars is? Um... Five. Oh my god Caitlin your mind is about to just melt out of your head what? your your eardrums are going to be filled filled to the brim with your brain because it's melting right now because the answer is 42 42 Star Wars there's a lot of, of sound waves happening right now 42 Star Wars how Caitlin are you, how are you doing 42 okay so i i kind of cheated uh okay okay it's 42 from a certain point of view as obi-wan kenobi would say that's, uh which is the way one kenobi it's <laughs> that's that's his way of saying i lied oh. and uh there's nothing you can do about it because i'm a ghost now uh 42 so okay i read from a certain point of view which is a star wars book in which it was the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, the original one. Mm-hmm. It was a book in which they wrote 40 stories written by 40 different people. One of them was Griffin McElroy. I oh. mentioned McElroy earlier. Uh, so it's a it little, little short stories mm-hmm. based on the original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like uh, what's, what's an example? Uh, okay, so you know the part in Star Wars where... Um, the escape pod goes out, and on the Star Destroyer, they're like, don't fire because there's no life forms. Do you remember that part? Uh, vaguely. Sorry, big so, yawn. So there's that part, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things that people make fun of where they're like, what are they, what, are they saving lasers? Like, what, what are they doing? Why mm-hmm. aren't they just shooting that? Mm-hmm. And so it's a story. It's kind of a comedic story. Uh, it's about the bureaucracy of the Empire, and, uh, and it's like, that guy comes to this guy who's like a big bureaucrat in the empire. And he's like, I messed up. They've searched that entire ship. They can't find the Death Star plans. I didn't shoot that escape pod. I told somebody not to. What do I do? And this guy's like, okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. What we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to, uh, uh, okay. We're going to, we're going to file this form and then we're gonna file this form and this form <laughs> it's like it's very silly yeah so some of the stuff is that yeah um so yeah it's, it's kind of 
little side stories mm-hmm. of characters who don't actually matter. And mm-hmm. Some people, some people are uh, a little too touchy on the Star Wars canon, where they're like, "Yeah, I I read this story and it's dumb. That's dumb that they did that." It's like it's a it's a jokey story. It's, yeah, it's, it's meant to be, be comedic. Don't, yeah, don't ruin this. For you me. you Star Wars people need to chill out. Yeah, you, yeah, you sure do. That's that's my yeah, you sure that's do. My, that's my take. Okay, Star Wars people, chill out. But yeah, it's it's uh it's technically three. Oh, okay, Bad Batch. I finished Dynasty of Evil. Cool. Uh, I came around on it. Came around on Darth Bane stuff. Okay. I I would rate it going in. I would say two stars. Coming out of it, eh, three stars. Three stars out of five. Okay. I'm fine with it. It was okay. Um, didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Yeah, from a certain point of view, the book pretty good. I liked it. Okay. It's fun. It's just fun little side stories. It's worth checking out. I don't know. Okay. Um, what do I have? What do you have? Um, okay, I want to, I'm watching a couple things. First off, watch the Lacey Peterson show. Do you remember the story of Lacey Peterson? I do. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty intense one. Um, and it was a very in-depth look at her, you know, disappearance, her discovery, the prosecution of, of, uh, what other Peterson, Scott Peterson, you know, they found the glad you thought of his name because I was like Nathan <laughs> Scott Peterson, and then the whole case surrounding it, and, it, and the media frenzy that was surrounding yeah. it. So it's it's a really good documentary. Um, Throne of Glass, still doing Throne of Glass. Not done with that. No, well, I still have like two more books in the series. Two one or more. two. Okay. One or two. Uh, but there's a lot more mushy and gushy and smushy, and I hate it. I hate all every, of them. All there's of mushy. It. And gushy and smushy and smushy, all of it, and I hate it. I'm not here for it. I want the magic. I want the the big epic fight. I, I don't care. It show me the magic. Sounds like you should show be into me the magic. Magic Mike. Ooh, is that what you're about? No, no. I, what is that? Is that their their male strippers or something? I think so. And they made a sequel. Ugh, why? I think Joe Mangiomaba, isn't it? Um, yes. What's his name? And Manginello? that other guy? Oh, I don't know. What's the... Deathstroke and... What's his name? Except he didn't do anything. Not, uh, people want to say Chad Murray, and that's not it. That's funny that you say that because that's what I was wanting to say. It's not him. It's not him though. I had a coworker he, who dated a guy who looked, looked like, him. like him apparently. Mm-hmm. Like everybody compared him to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So no, funny. it's the guy that... He was in that really bad Jupiter ascending. Oh yeah, you know who I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about because he's, like, he's, he's like the main guy. Twenty one Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. I can't th- why can't we think of his name? I know exactly. It's too bad we can never find out. Oh well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. And then I something big I need to talk about. We talked about this. We listened to the song in the car, the Bo Burnham special. Oh yeah. It kind of was very deep and very intense it was very introspective as you said and it was i was like literally we were me and john were watching, i was like let's watch this and john's like okay let's watch this fun little thing <laughs> yeah. well we can turn our brains off it'll yeah. be fine and then and we're eating dinner and john is like eating and like 10 minutes in he just has like a fork full of food like halfway to his mouth that he's been holding there for like five minutes just watching the show was it food you made yeah. Because that would explain it. No, it's good. Gotcha. I make a food. Gotcha. That was mean. <laughs> I make a food. You make food. that uh, that chili is pretty good. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Anyway, so it was just so like he was calling everybody out. He was in a, 
you could tell this man was not in a good state of mind when he made this. It was just him in an apartment. He made it all during quarantine and COVID, which, by the way, is coming back around. So beware. Um, and he made it all by himself. Shooting, lighting, songs, lyrics, editing, all of it was just him in this apartment by himself. And I was like, this dude needs a hug. Number one. Number two, get him some chocolate and some sunlight. Like, I mean, these are all the things. So I haven't watched it, but I saw it compared. Well, can I just read to you some lyrics? Go for it. Go it's, for it. It's from the song. Yeah. You've probably heard it. It's kind of on TikTok right now. And Okay. No of us have heard it because we're all too old for TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it was one of the last songs on the, the, the thing, the, whatever you want to call it, the special. You, am I going to have to edit yourself? Edit yourself. What? Is this going to be that one song we listened to earlier? Yeah. Edit yourself. Oh, okay, okay. Please. I know what you're saying. Please, please. Okay. So, it's in the middle of the song. He says, are you feeling nervous? Are you having fun? It's almost over. It's just begun. Don't overthink this. Look in my eye. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. Come on in. The water's fine. You say the ocean's rising like I give a... You say the whole world's ending, honey, it already did. You're not going to slow it. Heaven knows you tried. Got it. Good. Now get inside. It's like nothing matters. And it continues. It's just like this guy was not in a good headspace. Like nothing matters. The world is ending. Don't worry about anything. Just go inside and don't worry about anything. It's interesting. I I do want to watch this. Uh, I'm scared to be in a good headspace when you watch it. Yeah, I'm kind of like scared to watch it. Maybe not right now. It sounds like so good. It sounds very good. It it is. But there is like an element of like, I don't know if I can deal with it. It kind of puts you in a darker. It does put you in a little bit darker place after you watch it. It reminds me. So I saw it compared on uh, Mm Polygon.com. They had a headline that compared it to an anime called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Mm-hmm. And that anime is, uh, it gets really dark and weird and horrible at the end. I would not say this gets dark and horrible and weird. No. It just is dark. It's just depressing is what it is. Well, Evangelion, yeah. So Evangelion can be very depressing. Mm-hmm. That's that's something that I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this because yeah. that's... Like, I bet it's good. I yeah. bet it's amazing. I bet yeah. it's very thoughtful and smart and yeah. good. Yeah. But, man, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. hate it, you yeah. know? Um, and that's how I feel about Evangelion sometimes. It's yeah. like the end, Not spo- I'm not going to spoil it, but because it came on Netflix re- fairly recently. I think it came out on uh, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It ended up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's been around since the 90s. Whatever. Oh, okay. I, could, I could spoil it, I guess. Okay. But it is... Um, very introspective and dark and weird mm-hmm. and depressing. And I, part of me loves that from artists. Mm-hmm. I love seeing them be real, express themselves. Yeah. 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 Like, and I think that was what Bo was about. Cause it, you know, he's the funny guy yeah. from, from 10 years ago or whatever that made the goofy songs and the funny songs. He did a YouTube. Yeah. He was a YouTube guy. Yeah. And kind of calling out people, but it's funny. This time he's calling out people, but he's like, we're all screwed. Everybody's screwed. Everybody's, you know, yeah, nothing matters. I do. I do wonder about that stuff, though. Like, yeah. Um, with artists getting too a little real. But yeah, I, very real. That's part of putting yourself out there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That That's a really tough thing to do. Yeah. Especially 
you know, as art. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about Evangelion because that's I haven't watched this thing. Yeah, but the Bob Burnham thing. having it conf- having it uh, compared compared to yeah. Evangelion is something. It also makes me think of um, Victory Gundam which is a show, it's another anime. <laughs> I'm sitting here shaking my head, no, like, a, I don't know. <laughs> it's an anime that was created by the original creator of Gundam, mm-hmm. Yoshiyuki Tomino. And the show is really dark. Mm-hmm. And he, if you buy, like, the DVDs or Blu-rays, they literally have a thing in there and it says, do not watch this. If you're depressed? He's like, well, he was very depressed when he wrote, when he wrote that show mm-hmm. he's like do not watch this mm-hmm. i don't want you to watch this mm-hmm. this is not this is not who i am mm-hmm. or who i want to be yeah don't watch this show but it's almost like a, you have to it's a but form it of is. therapy almost yeah for them. it is because they're it's expressing how they're feeling especially this i mean again i haven't seen it the bob burnham thing yeah yeah I, I can't compare it so i can't say yeah but it is like Sometimes you do things and you're like, I don't like this. I don't like who I was then. Yeah. I think uh, as a society, we're getting more of that. Yeah. Because we have Facebook. We have Twitter. We can go back and go. Yes. I don't care for this. You know what? I don't care for this person I was. You want to know something that I do? Yeah. Uh, I look at my memories every day. I don't look at my memories, but I do occasionally go back and look at like, Old Facebook posts, old Twitter posts, yeah, old message board posts. Yeah. I'll look at them and I'll be like, "You, that's really funny. You're the best." <laughs> and also, <laughs> you should have gotten more likes. Yeah, that was gold. That was oh, you're so good, Andrew. But then uh, sometimes I'm like, "Ooh, that was bad." I don't care for that person. Yeah, and that of course pers- that, that comes person with sucks. Maturity, you know. I look back at yeah. things from when I was 16. I was like, "Ah, oh, that was stupid." But then there are certain things. I maybe this is a way of therapy, but like when I go through. I look at my memories every day. I, I can't help it. On Facebook, you know, you can look back at memories. Yeah. And if I see memory that I'm tagged in a picture or memory with uh, my ex-husband, oh. I untag. I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to be a part of it. And then that's a form of therapy, you know. Yeah. And it, I think that the person I was right after it, I mean, that was, that was an, a painfully dark place. That was too dark of a place. And if I had a creative bone in my body, I probably would have done something. You would have made the you would have made Bo Burnham look like a piece of garbage. That's right. I mean, it was because we were coming into the pandemic. As I'm, yeah. As I'm really, let's see, when was the divorce finalized? February, and it all something like that. I remember you texting me about this in like October, November that's when of it 2019. Happened. That's when it happened. Um, that's when he left. <laughs> that's when you were like, you said something. Oh, what did you say? You said something. And I, I made a comment like, I'm too fat and ugly to to not be married. And you're like, me too. And you're like, and I was like, You're married. What are you talking about? <laughs> like an idiot. Like I didn't pick up on the obvious signal there that yeah. like something has happened. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I'm dumb. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, he left me. Yeah. It's like, oh, Ew. it's a good but thing I'm a passenger in this car coming from Jonesboro. <laughs> Things got weird. It was, it was just, you know, every trauma, every big event 
in your life is a learning thing. And, you know, I think we talk about that in our crimes that we talk about in our stories that we talk about in our cases that we talk about is that there's something as horrible as they are. There's something to glean from every single one of them. And that's why I like the survived ones. Cause you know, like Jennifer Shewitt and Christy. Jennifer Shewitt episode. Listen to it. It's real good. Yeah, it is. And you know, it's as awful as it is, you can glean something from it. And is awful and that has to do with trauma and it has to do with healing and you know you can say that about you know losing your favorite shirt i mean i mean that's so trivial but you liked that shirt and it meant a lot to you and something happened to it and you have to part with it and it's like oh okay well that's okay i can get a new one and you know it's okay i i like that shirt and i have good memories well you know you can also say the same thing about losing a marriage that you didn't want to lose you can still come out okay on the other side of it yeah and you can still learn and has to do with loss and as my therapist says you have to feel it to heal it and Hmm. and that has always stuck with me and the same thing you know for a loved one that passes away you know yeah there's something to glean and remember and become okay on the other side become you don't have to be great it doesn't mean you Thank can't, God. It doesn't mean you can't still it doesn't mean you can't still grieve because you should, because it's a process. And it's okay. You're not gonna just be okay all the time and be like, Oh my gosh, I stopped grieving and I will never grieve again. Because you know what? I'm okay right now. I wasn't. I was not okay. I was not in an okay place. But I am now and I can but I still have moments where I'm I stop and you know, something reminds me. You're talking about Jason Isbell. And then that reminds me, the last car concert Douchebag and I went to was a Jason Isbell concert. And you know what he did? What? We were listening to it on the way to Memphis. This was less than a month. Memphis, home of the Grizzlies, our favorite basketball team. Yeah. The, this was less than a month from when he left me for that gross skank. For that lady who like put a, what'd she put on her fridge? That, yeah, psycho That was stuff. like psycho very stuff. like, it was like, I'm going to marry this guy. It was guy. a shrine. Cult, <laughs> it was a cult shrine psycho thing. Listen, I'm a straight white male. That dude ain't worth it. Right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Maybe, maybe because I find guys unattractive. I see Could myself be. in yeah. the mirror every day and I go, ugh, gross. You're a guy. Why isn't everybody a lesbian? I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, But that guy. Yeah. Not worth it. No, what? Who, who's you know? Who, that reminds yeah, me. Yeah, she of, wrote like a thing. It was like I remember seeing it. And I just thought it of the, was the thing. Future Mrs. Simpson. I will wait. Yes, for, I will wait for nobody. I else. think I commented on your Facebook post, and it was like a gift that I made. I made this gift because I so desperately wanted it to exist. Uh-huh. And it was uh, Mike Staclasa from Red Letter Media, and he's just going, "Well, that's embarrassing." <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's yeah. that's the whole thing. I like one of my friends, one of my sister's friends commented on, she made a big blasting post about it. It was, I was like, oh. Oh, your sister's friend. I think you shared this to me. It yeah. Was, she was going wild. Well, oh, that, no, a different one. Oh, I know who you're talking about. It's a different one. It was like, wow, because 30 year old bald men aren't a dime a dozen or something. Caitlin's <laughs> <laughs> laughing because she looked right at me and I am a, I am a 22-year-old bald man. <laughs> no, I, I am 30, 32. 
that's unfortunate <laughs> and i am bald um i didn't mean to be yeah that just happened it just that's happened. genetics it i can't help it yeah but anyway it's very funny all that to say you can come out better on the others. It's just, you have to feel it to heal it. And it's okay to grieve. And it's okay to be sad. And it's okay to go through these awful things and then heal from it. Can I compare this to a very dumb thing? Uh, I'll allow it. Basketball. Oh. So I've been playing a lot of NBA 2K21 lately. Okay. And this kind of life feels like basketball. Isn't there a movie called Love and Basketball? There is. Um and there's also a movie called white men can't jump i can't jump shocker perfect um but specifically i i just want to think about like uh happiness is not something you achieve and it's like i did it we're done yeah basketball is like that uh a lot of games running a basketball running away a race yes uh life is a marathon not a sprint that's right that's a thing um but basketball is like that because it'll be like Oh no, the other team's up by 12 points. Guess what? You got 40 minutes to fix it. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. But that's the, that's the way it is. It isn't like when I played NBA 2K1 earlier, or 2K21. Mm-hmm. Whoa. 2K1 is wow. uh, 20 years ago. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Uh, I remember when 2K became a thing. Ooh. I hate that. Again, hate that. Um, but it is like, well, I started the game off. I'm on an 11-0 run. Basketball. I did it. I'm the best. Let's go Charlotte Hornets. That's the team I'm using in my league. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Second half comes around. The other team's caught up. Yeah. It's a game of runs. Mm -hmm. That's what basketball is. Hmm. That's what life is. Mm -hmm. It is not. You don't. You don't get there and you're done. Yeah. Unless it's like a... Unless you get super rich, I guess. Yeah. Then, then you can said, do whatever. Yeah, whoever said money doesn't buy happiness, you're full of crap. Yeah. Because uh, you know what? I'm worried about staying alive because of my hospital bills. Yeah. So, I mean... D- that's, a, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole other issue. But, yeah, it, it is It is not... You don't win in the first quarter. No. You don't win in the second quarter. You don't win in the third quarter. There's a fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. The other team... The darkness, who is the other team, who are sometimes the Lakers, uh, or or in my case, the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant is the devil. Uh, <laughs> they're going to come back and get you. Yeah. You got to win. You got to win sometimes in overtime, but uh, sometimes the devil overtime. That's what happened to me. It happens. But yeah, it, it is not, I think it's important to remember, life doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. You don't achieve happiness. And you're done. You don't get a crown for happiness. No. And get to be like, I'm the monarch of happiness. Hooray for me. Yeah. No. It's a... Life is a series of ups and downs sometimes. It is. And that's okay. It is okay. That's okay. It is. Um, And it's hard. How long have we been going? (laughs) Because I had a thing, but I don't know if I want to do the thing. We can do it next week. We can do it next week. Well, I was just going to ask... Oh, okay. We We can go for a little bit longer. Okay. Just gonna ask about like uh, comfort food media. Yeah, I asked you about this earlier. Just uh, when life has you down, mm-hmm. when when you're just like life sucks, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do this because it's like a hug. Mm-hmm. For me, for instance, I will watch old school Star Trek, like mm-hmm. Captain James Tiberius Kirk and Spock and 
uh, Bones? The, yeah, good old Bones. They're out there. They're doing the Star Trek. Mm-hmm. We're talking like 50s Star Trek. It's, it's the 60s. Okay. Come on, Caitlin. Get, get your head in the game. You what know you what doing? I mean. That, that's one or like, um, I'll play Mario 3. Oh, that's fun. Which is like weird because Mario World exists. Mm-hmm. I can play Mario World easily. Mm-hmm. But Mario World isn't the one I have nostalgia for. I have nostalgia for Mario 3. That's just the game I play. You know, and I think we associate certain things with a positive point in our life, a positive something in our life. And that's why it brings us that rush of whatever. Nostalgia. Well, and that rush of whatever yeah. chemical it is that makes us feel good. I don't know, dopamine or serotonin yeah. or whatever. Do you, what, do, what do you have? What, what Is there something you yeah, watch you or know, read? Yeah, you there or? is. And you, you said watch, read, game. And there's a couple of things. So, and a couple of them overlap, <laughs> which I... Bet you can guess. Um, is it Harry Potter? It's Harry Potter. Is it because you hate transgendered people? I need you to stop. <laughs> it's, it, you know, Harry Potter is, you know, reading those books was an escape. And then the movie started to come out and those became an escape as well because it's it's the book, it's sort of the books in live. How, how much of the book is Chamber of Secrets? Because I saw that. That's one of the movies I have like a very distinct memory of because mm-hmm. i went to watch it at the village in little rock oh wow oh yeah that building that doesn't exist mm-hmm, anymore mm-hmm. and it had like this really long theater mm-hmm. that was like a very specific it was a really weird theater i saw I saw a band play there once but um but before that i saw chamber of secrets mm-hmm. and we waited in a big ass line to mm-hmm. get there it was fairly um it's a pretty short book yeah as it I was fair it was fairly it was fairly accurate. So, None of the books were totally accurate. Sure. I, mean, I think Azkaban books. and Goblet of Fire were the most distorted. Goblet of Fire, I see a lot of people post about, specifically with uh, the Dumbledore thing, where he's like, Harry, did you put your, your name, name in, in the Goblet Because <laughs> in the book, he's like, Harry, did, did you put your name in the Goblet He's like, seriously, he's like, did you put your name in he the Goblet He acts like a person, Fire? weird. Yes. A very, he's like the stern, like the stern father. Did you put your name yeah. in the Goblet of Fire? Whereas the movie's like, what are you doing? Did you put your name Deep in the Goblet of Fire? Yeah. Um, but those are a comfort for me. Like, they were such an escape for me growing up. And they still are now because I would love it if magic existed. That would be great. I don't and, know. There's some there's some dark implications there. Well, you know, whatever. There's some, like, super roofy stuff happening that yeah, I don't well. care for. Anyway. Um... Are you saying you'd be the one super roofing pee-pee? Well, you do. Pee-pee. <laughs> what happened to my mouth? What's happened? I've lost it. We've all lost it. This is a weird episode. I'm sorry. Okay. You said pee-pee. <sighs> um, people. People. Um, I don't even remember the question because you distracted me with the word pee-pee. I was talking... <laughs> I was talking about how uh, people get like ultra roofies. Oh, but you know what? Roofies exist in everyday life. So, I mean, it sucks either way. Yeah, but like yeah. it's worse in Harry Potter because they're like, really. oh, it's so much worse. They're like, your brain chemistry has been altered that you actually love me. Whereas like in real life, it's, I don't remember what happened. Yeah. It's so much worse in Harry Potter. Anyway, um, but that was an escape for me. Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry I ruined it. Lord of the Rings movies. I definitely watched the movies before have I read you the books. Re- have you ever read the books? Mm-hmm. I haven't, so I was well, just curious. Well, I audiobooked them. Oh, They're, that doesn't count. Yes, it does. Nope. Don't count it. That's like listening to a podcast. Are you going to call this a book? It Is this be. a book? It could be. 
Anyways, Worst somebody somebody read the book to me. Somebody read the book to me. Oh, okay. That was an audio book. I guess that's fine. Yeah. So, um, definitely order. And, but you know, the, the books are good, but they're not like the movie. I mean, they're, they're similar to the movies. There's a lot of stuff that was left out, but it's still the, the books, you kind of, the language is a little different. So you have to kind of listen to follow along movies. It's just like right there for me. Um, and it's beautiful. It's in New Zealand. Love the, the filmography or whatever. Yeah. Um, too bad the Hobbit was terrible. Yeah, well, all three let's of not, those. Let's not talk about that. I, games, um, games, yeah. Skyrim, you know, Skyrim. Skyrim's, it's you know, it's celebrating its tenth anniversary this year. I hate that. I know. Which they, just seems <laughs> great. I need a new. I need a new Elder Scrolls. Not online. Yeah, I guess, don't want that what? stuff. Give me a real Elder Scrolls. They have to get through Starfield, which is they've just announced, and they have just like, for the Xbox. Though. There's like, yeah, that's another thing. Is like. I guess I'll get an Xbox. I don't know, or I'll get into PC gaming. I don't know. Whichever. Yeah, do one. that one, PC. Don't don't give Microsoft more. Don't give. <laughs> don't get the money regardless. <laughs> Despite the Apple sticker, my computer is a Windows machine. That's right. <laughs> I, I do have. I have a silver laptop with an Apple sticker on it because I thought that was funny. It was funny. Uh, just for people. At don't home. even worry about it. Uh, game stuff. Yeah, like Mario Three is one. Mm-hmm. Um, Shinobi Three is another one. How I about love, how about the that music. there um, Zelda. I have not played that for like this whole week, honestly, in a weird way. Um, I don't know. I It's not like I hate it. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm against it. It's not like it's even, it's not that it's not even not comforting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, though it's also like uncomforting because it's like, you're too cold. You're going to die. You better do something. <laughs> Put on some some heat. You're literally going to catch on fire. It's so hot. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I need, I need to go to that. I've gone to that town. I mm-hmm. bought some stuff. I can, yeah, I can, can go now. I can, I can not catch on fire. Um, it's good. Yeah, Shinobi Three is one. Uh, I love. I've never finished that game. I even cheated once. I cheated. I put in an invincibility code on Shinobi Three, and there is a part where it's like, "This is a jumping puzzle now." Mm. Guess what? You hosed uh, because it's impossible. And your invincibility code does not help you in the jumping puzzle. Mm. If you jump to the void, you're donezo. Mm. Doesn't help. But uh, Shinobi 3 is a pretty cool game. I love the music. Uh, I tried to annoy Caitlin once with the music. Uh, she was trying to do the... She was writing up the podcast episode. And I was playing on my Switch and I turned the volume up really loud. And I was like... I was like, shut like, up. Yeah, she was freaking out at me. Another one, uh, lately I've been playing a lot of Castlevania, mm-hmm. like the originals. That's a show. It is a show now. Uh, this is before it was even like a Metroidvania, but like old school Castlevania 1. been playing that a lot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, mm-hmm. I also li- think... Life is- Life has been weird lately, and I hate it. And uh, it's good to have comforting things. It's good to have comforting things. You know what I find? Well, my peace of mind is podcasts as well. Listen to murder podcasts, of course, which is bizarre. Makes Um, sense to me. And audiobooks. And while I'm doing that, I like to do something kind of mindless with my hands. I like my crafting, my little, my little jewel crafting thing over there. You know that I do the little jewel stick thing picture. Caitlin likes to use her hands. It's messed up. I think you need to calm down. Um, and then <laughs> cross stitching. I do cross stitching too. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do and you though? Yes. How often do you do that? Well, I have something I've been working on for a while, but <laughs> it's just when I pick it, I do. I do little crafts. Coloring. I like to color. Yeah. Just like little mindless things, like put on something, listen to it, and then just not have to worry about anything, and that's nice. Yeah. 
Um, and I think it's important that we all do a little self-care every day, whether it is just a minute of your podcast while washing dishes, whether it's just podcasting and coloring on your coloring app. Um, listening. Oh, to you them. have an app? You're not even like using coloring books? Oh, I do both. Okay. Um, but I was, about to, if you could, if I was you talk, about to talk so much mess to you. If you don't whip, if you don't want to whip out all the markers in the color book stuff, just oh, I want to whip it out. Okay, <laughs> just pull out your <laughs> pull out your phone Sorry. and your and your music, and just you know worry about you for a little bit. Don't worry about anything else. Yeah, I mean sometimes you want to listen to Poppy. It's fine. Mm. And sometimes you want to listen to Bo Burnham and just get in a space. Yeah, it seemed. It, <laughs> and I told I'm, I'm really interested in that. I need to watch it. I guess I told Andrew I was like people on TikTok were just making videos of them them their faces just like staring and being like, "Can somebody go check on Bo Burnham? <laughs> like I don't think he's okay." And yeah, yeah, that's gotta be tough to push yourself out there like that. Cause like, yeah, we sort of are putting ourselves out there. Yeah, and some people are really mean about it. But honestly, we don't even get the what full I'm brunt. Put, what I'm putting out there is, in a lot of ways, a performance. It's not. It's not the real you. It only kind of is, though. Yeah. You know, we we talked earlier about some stuff that was like very deep and whatever, and yeah. it was. Very much not what I would put on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. And it is. Because as, as a person. Yeah. And as somebody who's just distributing free content, it is your decision to put whatever you want out there. Unfortunately, people will take what they want from that. And that's the other thing. I can't help that you're a dingbat. That's on you. Yeah. That, that guy was, <laughs> was, was an a-hole. But. Uh, At least he only called you a dingbat. Yeah. He said, I sound like an idiot. Sir, I want to see your degrees. He, he said, you sound like a dingbat. And you should narrate cat videos or something. Is that what he said? Something like that, yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay, I that was like, sounds great. Yeah, I know. I was like, hmm. can there be unicoricorns involved too? Because I would really money? like that. Can we make money on narrating cat videos? Is that a thing? <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm out a cat now. I don't have one uh, anymore. How about dogs? Can I offer you narrated dog videos? Your dogs would be fun to narrate. I know they're, they're very wacky. I know. They're the best. We were talking about how amazing our dogs are yesterday. Yeah, your dogs are very silly. They're the best, especially what? especially Herc. He's such a he's, he's, he's a dingbat. That's a dingbat. That's right there. true. That's true. Um, yeah, I I don't have anything else. I guess yeah. I just uh just in a weird place lately. Yeah, but uh, Castlevania is pretty. Terrible, actually. It's that first game is a nightmare, but it's only like five levels. But if you like playing it, that's what's important. Yeah, and the music's really good. Love Castlevania music. Oh, well, that's good. fantastic. Uh, the only thing I hate right now, the only thing I legit like hate, the fact that I have to edit this podcast because I used a cuss word earlier after <laughs> after I, I berated Caitlin earlier. I was like, do not do a cuss. And then I did it, so. Good job. Good for me. It's okay. <laughs> way to go. It's only a little bit. Isn't that the way it is? You'll do. You'll be but fine. But yeah, Castlevania. Uh, they should put those uh, those other ones on the Switch, but they only have the old ones. It's very annoying. Huh. Put Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood on there, you jerks. Yeah. Put those on the Switch. So yeah. I don't have to play them on PS4. I want to hold those in my hand and look <laughs> at it. I want a tiny screen. You jerks. Yeah. Konami. You're not even a real video game company anymore, you oh, jerks. really? Barely. Like, they've... The only real video game they release anymore is Pro Evo Soccer. Who so, cares? A yeah. soccer game. Who cares? But, like, everything else, they're like, we're we're doing... We're done. Pachinko machines in Japan. We're making money off that. Mobile games. That's not okay. a real game. Yeah. I want to play Metal Gear Solid for realsies. 
but you've ruined it. No. Kojima's gone. He's left. You don't get that. Yeah. You you pushed him out. The guy who used to make Castlevania, he's gone. Mm -hmm. You pushed him out. (sighs) That's really frustrating. But yeah. Okay. I'll I'll go uh, play some Castlevania or Shinobi 3. I don't know what. You do you. You get in a good space. Listen to that good music. There you go. There you go. And I am going to go to bed because it is my bedtime. So I'm going to take us out. Uh, guys, this has been... And I'm going to the restroom. <laughs> this has been Paint the Town Dead. Uh, I'm Caitlin and that's Andrew. Yep. And we, you can catch us on our podcast... You can catch us our podcast most Tuesdays. You can catch us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on Instagram, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. You can catch us on Twitter at PTTD Pod. You can email us PTTD Pod at gmail.com. You can, we have a TikTok. We haven't posted anything. It's PTTD Pod as well. We're too old for TikTok. I just don't know what to post. I like to watch, I don't like to post. Sounds like a creeper to me. That's right. You know it. I just um, like to watch. Show me what's going on. Okay. That's Caitlin. Well, I was going to ask. That's Caitlin. That's gonna, what she sounds like. It's messed up. I was going to ask you to subscribe on every, everything you can. Like everything you can. Rate five stars anything you can. Co- positive, co- <laughs> positively comment on anything you can. And all your interactions helps and we greatly appreciate it. Um, like I said, we try to drop episodes every Tuesday. Sometimes life gets in the way. And because we don't get paid for this, it's going to have to be okay with you all. There's like 60-something episodes. It's fine. Yeah, go listen to another one. Yeah, and you can go like, oh, God, they got so much better. This is bad. Did we, though? Or you can go, oh, wow, they never they got, got any worse. better? They're so bad. How did they not get any better after the first episode? It's so bad. Yeah, so, guys, whatever your thoughts are, take care of yourselves this week. If you're having a sad time, it's okay to be sad, and it's okay to feel it. Play Castlevania. Play Castlevania. Or, or whatever it is Watch you do. Watch Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Cross Mario Stitch. 3. Yeah. Star Trek. Whatever your Lord comfort of the Rings. is. Yeah. Just do Go that. For it. Do that. And be you and love you. And we can't wait to uh, to speak in your ears next week. Bye, everybody. So long.